Hello, my name is Karen, and I'm hosting the call tonight for Real Girlfriends Across America. We are a company that has a foundation and a mission to build lifelong friendships with the women across the globe. We will be bringing you hot new topics each and every night, and we're always open for new suggestions. So please follow us and send any suggestions that you may have um, to our Facebook page at Real Girlfriends Across America. And also make sure to visit our website at www.realgirlfriends.org. Now, tonight I have on the call with me, Tawanda. I also have Kay and a host of my other girlfriends. Um, and tonight we're going to discuss when is it okay to mind your business. And I'm going to start off with, um, I actually have some callers on the line that I didn't get to announce. So I'm going to start off with um, area code 5, I'm sorry, uh, area code 202. Are you available, Air Code 202? Okay. So we're going to move on to K. So I'm going to ask you, K. Um, so first I'm going to ask you, um, when is it okay um, to lie? When is it okay to what? When is it okay to lie? To lie? Um. Yes. Uh, huh. I mean, moralistically speaking, it's never okay to lie. Um, but if I were to say that I have never lied, that'd be a lie. So, um, I can say so when it would be difficult. Um, so let me ask you this. Have you ever lied to a friend um, in order not to tell them the truth because you just chose to mind your business at that moment? No. No, I Okay, and why is that? Uh, why, why didn't I lie to a friend? Yes. Um, why did you choose to tell them the truth as opposed to um, just minding your business in that particular instance I mean I can't really see an instance where I would need to lie in order to mind my business with a friend I can't I can't really see a circumstance that that would happen because if a person is my friend the type of people Mm -hmm. that that stay my friends let me put it like that the kind of people that stay my friends are extremely blunt and don't really react well to lies anyway Okay, and and I can see that I can understand that. And let me um, ask you, area code seven zero seven. Have you ever lied to a friend to um bear like because you didn't want to mind your business, or did you lie to the friend to um maybe maybe spare their feelings, or did you decide to maybe mind your business in that scenario? Okay, what about area code 404? Hello, how you doing? This is Tawanda. I'm here. And, um, yeah, absolutely. Um, There's been a couple of times and situations to where if I didn't really want to hurt someone's feelings, um, that's kind of really the most part um, that I I may have told a friend a, a lie. Or, of course, it was some type of surprise and, she was being too nosy, and she didn't really need to know yet or something to her benefit for the most part. Okay, so you did it for, cause basically for her own benefit. 
Absolutely. Okay. And was it maybe to spare your feelings or maybe for you not to feel guilt if you wish to hurt her feelings? Not even really so much about my feelings, more so about, you know, as we have different types of friends, we know some people that can say, oh, do I look good in this dress? <laughs> and they may really not. But some people you can tell, like, oh, heck no, nah, you definitely don't. And they're like, girl, I know. Let me go change. And then some, it might just destroy their whole life. It just kind of really depends on the person because most of the times we know our friends. We know what we can tell them and what we can't. So, no, definitely not to share my feelings because I want to know. But, yeah, some people ask, but they don't really want to know for real. And I really don't want to ever hurt anybody's feelings, not intentionally. And, and let me ask you this. Why do you think that some people choose to mind their own business opposed to just stepping up and, and telling the truth? Okay, now you said why do people choose to mind their own business? Yeah. Instead of well, that, 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 that can go a lot of different ways. I was just sitting here when I saw what the topic was about tonight, talking to someone about um, we were just sharing different stories about times we, we minded our business or times we probably should have. And I think the the main thing, especially with the world we live in today, you have to be careful. You know, like back in the day, people say, hey, you see my kids do this or that. You can discipline them and let me know and blah, blah, blah. Well, you can't really do that now because these kids know how to call social services and so on and so forth. And in reference to minding your business, you know, if if I like if you're my friend, for example, and something has happened, let's say you're dating someone or you're married to someone and I actually see him doing something, then that's kind of a – I'm at a crossroad at that point was I'm going to mind my business and betray you and keep you in the dark or whether I'm going to tell you and may screw your whole life up. So there's several different reasons why a person may should mind their business or at least consider doing it. Okay. And, and I agree with that as well. It could be a number of reasons. Um, and I know that in incidents where I, I chose to mind my business, it was more or less I feel like um, it didn't involve me um, and it probably would have been more um, more unnecessary drama if I would have gotten involved. Um, so that's how I felt in those particular scenarios. And I'm going to ask you, Kay, um, why do you think that some people choose to mind their business as opposed to getting involved? Um, some people don't like confrontation. Some people don't have the interest or care. Um, some people are afraid, I think. Yeah. Okay. And what do you think that they're afraid of? Uh, maybe it turning... Um, turning on them that they might be adversely affected. Okay. And is that maybe a time where you thought that something would turn on you and why maybe you never got involved in a particular situation? Oh, yeah. Um, for example, um, I, I was, um, I grew up in Oakland, California, back when. Um, it used to be worse than Chicago, and there were several instances when stuff would go down that I minded my business because you're supposed to mind your business if you want to keep, you know, the ability to mind your business and if you want to keep your life. So there are a lot of instances when I minded my own business. Okay. And the reason why I picked the subject, um, actually, I guess I thought about it um, after I watched a show, which I had been watching for years, um, called What Would You Do? 
and basically that show based on reality it's not a, a it's not a scripted show um so basically they set up scenarios where um someone could be in danger or someone needs help um and they'll see if complete strangers will help other individuals um so do you think that and i'm going to ask you Tawanda, um do you think it makes a difference if a stranger asks for help if they're a male versus if they were female If they ask for help, and whether it's a yeah, male so or say, a female. Yeah, so let's say this is a scenario where, let's say, someone's car broke down. So let's say, it, would it be a difference if you would help them if they were a male versus if they were a female that was stranded on the road? Yes, it would be a difference at some point in time, and maybe it shouldn't in certain types of situations. But and when I say that, like, let's say, for example, if, well, if I'm driving down the street, I'm not picking anybody up. Like, time's too crazy, like, period, point blank, period. And um, I will probably be more prone to help a female versus a male because I'm a female. But at the same time, a lot of time when you have kind situations, they put the female out there because they know more, more people are more prone to help the female. So it's going to really be on a case-by-case situation. There was a... Um, situation that I experienced probably about three or four years ago. I was at the gas station. I was traveling. I think I, I like was two or three hours from my destination. And I pulled up to the gas station and I was on the phone at the same time I was using my card. This Caucasian guy had pulled up in like a some kind of small SUV and he was dressed really nice and he walked over. He said, oh man, excuse me. Oh my God, I, I don't really know what to say. I'm embarrassed. He said, I left my wallet at home. I'm out of gas. Da, da, da. I'm like, oh yeah, you know how that goes. And I'm on the phone, I'm pumping gas, and, of course, he's Caucasian, he's nicely dressed, nice vehicle, and I'm I'm, I'm stereotyping. So, to me, it's a safe situation. So, um, I said, oh, well, I'll give you $10. I gave him a 20 I said, bring my change back. He went in the store. I saw him in line. I'm on the phone still pumping my gas. And the, the guy was on the phone with said, listen, you don't be giving anybody the money. Get off the phone. You need to focus what's, what's going on. And I'm like, what? Like, my whole guard was down. He came back out. He gave me my, my change, and he said, thank you, and he got in the car, and he went across the street to the next gas station, and he never even pumped the gas, and I said, I've been hustled, and I was hustled because, for one, I had my guard down, and for two, I and he knew it when he left home. I'm Caucasian. I got a nice car. I'm looking nice. I'm dressed up. Anyone would give me some gas money because they wouldn't think that this is my hustle, so yeah, it just really depends. Okay, so do you think it makes a difference? What about if it was a young person versus a middle-aged person versus an old person? So do you think that the age would make a difference? The world has changed too much. I work with people in prison from age 16 and 17 up to 80. It doesn't really make a difference. It's going to be a case-by-case situation. It's going to be where I'm at. It's going to be who I am around because, again, we have to be careful. You got kids 14 and 15 that's heisting houses and breaking in and taking cars and raping people and so on. So mm-hmm. guess what? Unless it's a baby that's six months old, everybody's suspect. Yeah, that's how I feel. I feel like um, the younger the person is, the most, the least likely someone's going to figure that they're going to do something. So from, I don't know, from past experience, a, a lot of people groom children so that they can go ahead and commit crimes because they figured if they commit the crime, they're just going to get a slap on the wrist. So, yeah, definitely I feel like you have to look out for everyone of all age groups. 
And I'm going to ask you, Kay, the same question. Um, do you think that it makes a difference if a stranger asks for help if they were a male versus if they were a female? Um, for me, definitely. Um, I'm going to be more guarded if it's a male. Um, I'm going to listen to their story more closely. I'm going to see if it matches up with, you know, and I hate to say this, um, but their appearance. Um, it, it also depends on what type of help they're asking for and how much help for what length of time. You know, I'm listening to everything, engaging everything. And um, I'm definitely more likely to help a female simply because also not just because I'm a woman, but also because I'm kind of small, like I'm five one, So anybody really can overpower me. So I have to be careful. Okay. And do you think that the age makes a difference? Um, yeah, I think the age makes a difference. Um, I've, I have viewed children panhandling before, and I'm still more likely to give them money than I would be to give an adult money. Um, I'm more likely, uh, if an adult is asking for money, to say, well, I'll give you food, whereas I'll probably be more likely to give money to a child. Okay, and and that's fair, and I can agree with that. I would be more likely to, I mean, it, it depends on the situation, honestly. Um, if it was, like, safe for me to do so, then, yeah, but if I had to, like, dig for it, um, that's another thing. So it's been situations where I was outside and someone asked me for money and I said, no, I don't have it, um, but if I wanted to go get change and I already have it in my hand and I don't have to dig for it, um, then I'll give it to them. So for me, it really does depend on the scenario um, and if I feel safe to do so and if I guess if I'm feeling generous that day. Um, so I'm going to actually move on. I know that we have um, caller 202. Um, are you available to speak? Okay, area code 202. Okay, and what about area code 707? And... Oh, oh sorry. I was on, I was on mute. Oh, no, no problem. And can you just let everyone know your name? Hi, I'm Catherine, and I'm calling from the Bay Area. And thank you, Kat, for calling in. And I want to ask you the same question I just asked um, Kay. Do you think that it makes a difference if a stranger asks for your help? Um, if does it, you, Do you think it makes a difference if they're a male versus if they're a female? Um, so because like, it's just a, it's, it depends on the age, like both ladies are talking about. And when it comes to these kind of situations, um, I do honestly would automatically give a female money, especially if it's an elderly or young woman, because us women, we can't fight or like maybe not all of us, but, um, we don't have like, because we're a female, it's hard for us to like fend for ourselves that like in situations, like if it's a stranded area, as far as men, they know how to, they can figure things out because they're a man. And I know I sound sexist with this, but um, when you see, like, a lost woman and she just doesn't know, like, like she, like, she's helpless. Unlike if it's a guy, a guy has to be manly enough to be able to fend for himself. So I would totally help a woman um, as far as a man if it was, like, maybe disabled or a guy that's, like, probably mentally ill that won't kill me, I would help him. <laughs> Okay, and which does it depend or would it make a difference if the male was a certain age, if he was young versus old or middle age? 
if it was the younger guy, I would totally help him if it, if he was, like, young. And if it was an older man, I would say, like, in his 50s or 60s. Because um, when I see elderly people, I, I automatically feel like I need to help them, especially, like, when I see them in, at a bus stop or at any place and no one's helping them. It's just a reflex for me to help older people. Okay. And that's fair. I think a lot of people um, tend to care for the elderly just because they've um, seen them or viewed them as being um, more fragile and maybe not able to do as much for themselves as well. Yeah, exactly. And Yeah, I agree. And I'm going to um, ask you, Tawanda, um, if a friend asks you a question where you felt the need to give a suggestion um, and then a stranger asks you the same exact question, um, do you give your opinion or do you mind your business? Okay, and I'll repeat that again. I didn't understand it. Well, so a friend asks you a question, um, and the question that the friend asks you, you felt a strong need to give your um, your suggestions and your criticism um, of the, the situation. But a stranger asks you the same exact question, do you then give the stranger the same opinion and suggestion that you gave your friend or do you mind your business? That is a good question. And honestly, first of all, in reference to what I tell the friend, it really depends on the friend. You know, again, I may have an opinion about a lot of things, but sometimes, you know, you have just wasted conversations with people and it goes over their head, et cetera, et cetera. So it depends in reference to the friend. And with the stranger, I don't really know the stranger. I don't have any ties with the stranger. And sometimes I've always had the best success in communication with completely strangers because we're going to just go on about our business. So I will probably um, – take time and give them more of the, you know, the advice or my two cents or whatever, um, because they'll probably um, take it a whole lot more serious than the person that I know, depending on who that person I know is. Okay. And yeah. And let me just comment. Uh I've always had an issue. I don't really want to mind my business with the compassion that I really have for people. It's really hard for me to look the other way. However, over the last few years, because how the world has changed, sometimes even when you don't really want to, you have to because your life can depend on it. But if I see wrong, if I see harm, I have a problem with that, and I want to do something about it. I want to be able to help. But like I said, just I don't want to put myself in harm's way um, unless I have to. Okay, and, and I can understand, especially a lot of people are not going to put themselves in harm's way for a complete stranger. Um, sometimes I think you just do whatever naturally comes to you. Um, so if you're compelled to just take action, I think that's, that's what most people do, or they decide the urge not to take action because they don't want to spend their own life in danger. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to ask um, Kay the same question. Um, if a friend asks you a question where you felt the need to give your suggestion um, and then a stranger asks you the same question, um, do you give your opinion or do you mind your business? Um, I mean, if they're asking, then sure, I'll give a suggestion. Why not? Okay. And then you're not worried about um, hurting their feelings or how they react being that they're a complete stranger? I mean, they ask. Sometimes, like, once in a while, I'll give a disclaimer, like, you know, are you sure you want my opinion? I'm super blunt. You might not like it. And then, you know, if they say, yeah, give it to me, then I do. That's on them. Okay. So, yeah, you said your opinion comes with a disclaimer. Right. (laughs) 
Okay, that's honest and fair. And um, let me ask you, Kat, if a friend asks you a question where you felt the need to give your suggestion um, and a stranger asks you the same question, do you give your opinion or do you mind your business? Um, it depends on the situation. Like, I like if I was in a clothing store and a, and a stranger asked for my opinion, I, I'm not afraid of doing it. But if it was, like, if it was, like, some inappropriate opinion, like, if, whether if it was, like, something to deal with, like, sex or, like, stuff that you shouldn't be asking a stranger, I would not give my opinion. I would just mind my own business and, like, ignore them. But if it's a simple thing, like, Hey, like, uh, what do you think about this shirt or this outfit? Or um, should I get it? Or what is it like? I will, I'll, I'll give a stranger like my advice on that. But it really just depends if it's appropriate or not. Okay. And so, what is the scenario where you think that it would be inappropriate to um, give your opinion? But like, if they're asking me like, like something that's like either sexual, like something that has to do with like. If, it, if they want to discuss, like, politics or, like, sexual stuff or anything, like, along those lines, I would think I would not give my opinion, especially if I don't know the person, you know? Okay. And that's fair. I don't um, think I would I, give my opinion. Yes, go ahead, Kay. Can I modify my answer? Thank you. I'd like to modify my answer in light of her answer. Um, <laughs> if someone's asking me something inappropriate, first of all, my opinion is that's none of your business. So I would tell them, like, you know, I don't really feel like discussing that right now. So, yeah. (laughs) And that's fair because I wouldn't want to talk about sexual things with a complete stranger, Um, especially I I think at that point I'll wonder if they're hitting on me. (laughs) So I would actually... I'm going to ask you, Kay, um, was there ever a scenario where you wished that you mind your own business? Um, was there ever a scenario? I mean, there have been scenarios where I wish I had kept my mouth shut after the fact. Okay. So I guess that would fall under, like, mind your own business. So what happened in that situation? Um, I mean, honestly, I can only give a really general answer because it's happened so many okay. times. <laughs> I don't even have like That's a fine. scenario to give you. Yeah, like my constant, um, my constant work in progress. Progress, excuse me. My constant work in progress is my filter. So, there you go. Okay. So, in that situation, did it turn out negatively because of your bluntness? Oh yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. Okay. And thank you for your response. And I'm going to ask the same question to Kat. Was there ever a scenario where you wish that you mind your own business? Um, can you repeat that again? Sure. Was there ever a scenario um, or a situation where you wish that you mind your own business? Um, a hundred. Yes, I've I've come across it so many times, especially like when my friends would put me in the middle of like a situation. And um, let me just give you an example because I don't want to use any names. So I did have a friend that was, like, going through through a divorce. And so um, there was a time, like, I was literally in the middle of their argument. And so I was like, I can't leave and everything. And, and the thing is, like, when somebody tells me to put in my two cents or, like, how I really feel, I will go all out. 
because I have I have the tendency like um to hold things in, especially like when I shouldn't be saying something. But once somebody tells me it's okay, cat, let me know how you feel. I literally like told them like I was literally the mediator, like a therapist, and so um that like there was that was the moment I wish I would have mind my own business, and then like it all like it piled up, and, and I ended up um getting hit on the stick. Well, well, um, not hypothetically speaking, but like. Um, that's what happened. Like it was like a slap on the face because I was involved like during like all of this, all of the like the divorce and stuff. It was sad. Okay. And so at this particular scenario, um, did you mm-hmm. wish that maybe you like did something different or did you wish that maybe you think that is anything that you maybe could have did different? So do you think you could have said something different or just completely say butt out of it? I think I could have just stayed completely out of it because, like, at some point I had to, like, take someone's side. And obviously because it was one of my close girlfriends and, and her husband, like, worked with me, I just felt like I felt like I had, like, I felt bad I had to choose a side. And obviously if, if it's me, like, I'm going to go for, like, my girlfriend's side, not, not the guy's side because it's just me because I'm a female. But I wish, I really wish I wasn't part of it, yeah. Okay. And yeah, and I can see that being a, a bad situation, especially once you you do say something, it's like you can't take it back. So it's like they already know that that's how you truly feel, and it's just we gotta move on from yeah. it, I guess. Mm-hmm. And I'm I'm gonna ask the same question, um, Tawanda. Um, was there ever a scenario where you wish that you would have mind your own business? I'm going to really say that probably be a situation just kind of like what Kat said. I've had situations in the past where I may have shared something with a friend and they just blew it all out um, of proportion and used my name in the process. And I definitely had a problem with that. So that would be um, what I would share. Like, oh, my gosh, you wasn't supposed to mention my name. Goodness. So do you wish that maybe you told them before, like ahead of time, like, you know, I'm giving this piece of information, but don't mention me? Oh, no. If I told someone something, I swore them to secrecy before I even revealed it. It was just so detrimental that they could not contain it, and they end up telling where they got the information from. And that's been a long time ago, but that taught me some very valuable lessons and if anyone ever does that I will never tell them anything again regardless of what it is because again you can get somebody killed like that right and I'm gonna um ask Chanel is Chanel on the line I am okay Chanel thank you for calling in was there ever a scenario where you wish that you would have mind your own business Hmm. Maybe a few. <laughs> okay. Um, and go ahead. I'm, I'm sorry. Um, what was maybe one scenario? Like, how did that scenario turned out? You don't want to describe exactly or go into detail. Um, but how did you feel about this scenario, and how did it turn out for you? Um, I. I had a scenario where a longtime best friend discovered that her husband was cheating. Um, I had 
come into the knowledge of that fact maybe a few years before, but at the same time, I discovered that they lady had been messing around for years prior to marriage. Um, and so I guess because it was a uh, a known secret, um, I was just coming into the knowledge of it. Um, I kind of stayed away from it. Um, and I, I'm not really sure what it is, maybe because that particular friend is the type, I don't know if you all have friends like this, but she's the type of friend that um, if I don't like somebody, you don't like them. Okay. If, you know, whatever way I roll, you roll, if we're best friends. And so for me, it was kind of, um, from that moment forward, it was just kind of earth-shattering. A few years, fast forward a few years forward, she finds out that her husband is cheating, um, that he's been cheating for years. Um and she ends up having an affair with one of his friends um, and reports that to me. I never really have any response for any of it because I felt so uncomfortable. I just tried to listen and let it go. So um, she decides one day that she wants me to help her to set her husband up to have to tell her the truth. So she wants me to work with her, create a scenario where all the parties are going to be in at play and he has no choice but to say, okay, I did it. Um, and I just couldn't do it. I, I, I discussed it at the time with a, friend, a cousin of mine who's a minister um, that's just a year older than me, and his response was, you know, People are upset when they find out information like this, but if they genuinely don't want to lose their marriage, what's going to happen is they're going to end up turning on you, which is what ended up happening. But I declined to help her with the setup. Um, I did express my opinion, but I felt like they were even now. It doesn't matter how many years you've done it, suppose how many years you've done it. Um, And our friendship just kind of dissolved. She did stay in her marriage. Um, It was never talked about again. But for whatever reason, I was shut out. So I I just kind of feel like with marriages and really close um, intimate relationships, people living in the same house, I'm, I'm of the opinion to just stay out of it. If there's a way to let someone know anonymously, I think that's the best way to do it. But otherwise, I just prefer to stay out of it. So would you had, um, if you could go back, would you had um, told him anonymously? No. That's a, on the outside looking in, we had had conversations about, you know, if you see my husband, if I see your husband, um, I will definitely, you know, give him the option. You tell her, I tell her. But when it happened, I, I built relationships with the entire family. I was in the delivery room with her when she had her only child. Um, and I was friends with, you know, both of their parents um, or stepchild. So I at that point, I just felt like 
I don't, if this marriage falls apart, I don't want any part of it. I, I want them to stay together. They're actually really good for each other. Um, very well matched in terms of compatibility. Um, so I just wasn't able to do it. I just felt sick the entire time. I didn't want any parts of it. Okay. And, and I can understand that. And thank you for sharing that story. Can I follow on and, what you said you could like? Sure. Yeah, so, um, no, the funny thing, like, what Chanel was saying, um, this is Kat, by the way, um, the, like, the same thing happens, like, what I noticed is, like, with divorce, with, like, couples, and Chanel, your story was similar to, like, what I shared earlier, I just won't let you know, but um, what I do notice is, like, this is a tendency, like, with people that are, like, going in these divorce situations, like, if you go to your friend and you, like, tell her what's going on, for some reason, like, unless she's not really your friend, she, she'll go based off of, like, oh, yeah, so-and-so told me this. And at the end, um, sometimes the woman will take the guy's side and then turn on you and say, okay, um, you, like, you, like, you're not my, you're not a real friend. You're trying to, like, traumatize this marriage and all that stuff and, and like, let it go downhill. And so, that's the common thing, and that's why I say, like, especially with divorce and all of that, like, wh- whether your friend's going through that situation, it's better just to be their ears rather than giving them, like, advice. Yeah, yeah I, I agree. I agree. Well, yeah. Yeah. So, I, I just wanted to share that because it's so funny she said that. No, no um, problem. I, can I take Sure, Okay. It's it's really interesting how this topic has been brought up and and um, Kat's story and Chanel's story because this is something um, these particular in the middle scenarios are something that I struggled with almost the entire time through my twenties um, while I was married to my husband because um, when I married him I also pretty much married into his culture and I'm you know became friends with all of his friends and all of their girlfriends and all of that and the males would often, um, when their girlfriends weren't around, would bring other women. And it was something that was extremely common, and it would just bother my soul. Oh, Lord, you have no idea how it would bother my soul because I cannot, not only do I hate cheaters, but just the fact that I have no filter made it worse. And Mm -hmm. I would be struggling with, I really want to, because some of these girls I would become friends with, and then the men, when they weren't around, they'd be bringing these other females. And I'm like, I can't sit yeah. here and watch this happen. Like, I cannot be a part of this. And um, um, they would tell me, some of the, the, the other females would tell me, you don't want to get involved. If you tell her she's going to turn on you, she'll feel like you're trying to break the relationship. And I'm like, but he's a dog. How can I sit still through this? I, it was really a struggle for the mo- for most of my marriage while I when I went while I was friends with my, um, um, these girls that my husband's friends were dating. It was a serious struggle. There was one point when it even became a serious family issue because my brother-in-law, my husband's brother, his older brother, um, would bring um, a different woman other than his main girlfriend into because we were we uh, we moved temporarily to Minnesota right after the crash of 2008. It was in about uh, 2012 2013. We moved to Minnesota, and we were staying temporarily with his brother. 
And I knew his brother's main girlfriend, like she and I were friends. And when she wasn't around, she would bring this other woman in the house. And I was like, I'm not okay with this. Like, I'm not, this is, I'm not going to be your accomplice in this. And um, his girlfriend, his main girlfriend came by one day and was like, is he keeping a woman here? Tell me. And I was like, yeah, yeah, he is. <laughs> and that caused, so it, it literally caused a huge family uh, problem to the point where me and um, my brother-in-law, up until that point, we had been cool. Like I looked up to him. I would go to him with my problems about um, my husband, and he would talk to my husband for me if there was anything wrong. And up to that point, he and I were cool. And after that, it was like, I mean, it just did a complete 180. It nearly broke some serious relationships in the family. So, yeah. Okay. And and I can imagine that being a hard thing. And, yeah, just having to, like, keep secrets with people that you were friends with. Right. And it wasn't even because I was friends with my brother-in-law. I was friends with him. Mm -hmm. But I, I had been cheated on by my husband. And I understand how painful that is. I understand the trauma. I understand the betrayal. I understand the hurt and the pain. And I just can't stand to be a part. I don't ever want to be a part of something like that. Never. I would, I would, I would rather just, yeah, I, I, I would, I never want to be a part of that. And so for him to bring it into the house, to make me, to force me to be a part of it, whether I liked it or not, I couldn't take it. I couldn't do it. You know, um, I think the reason why you're like, you were like that too, is because um, it was maybe like a reflex because of what you went through. And sorry to interrupt you, but um, no, but like, um, but no, like it was a reflex. And the thing is, is like, it's just funny how like, even with friends in general, like you think they're your real friends when you're just trying to seek some advice or they're trying to seek advice from you. But then once you put your two cents in, they all turn on you. And that's what I've noticed too, like in female relationships. And that's why like, it's hard to find female friends because not all of them, but girls, you tend to trust girls so easy because you think you have that connection, but then um, all of a sudden they just turn on they, them or, like, whoever it is. Like, the tendency is you, you get so close, you get, um, what's the word? There's, um, you get vulnerable and all that, even, like, with your friends, and it's just sad when they turn on you, you know? Yeah, and that, I agree with that. It is um, frustrating when a friend does turn on you, and I appreciate everyone in their comments and all the great stories that um, that were actually um, spreading. And I'm just going to take a mm-hmm. quick break, and then we'll continue with our question on our topic, which is when is it okay to mind your own business? Hello, everyone. This is Kay bringing you your trending topics. Today, a man forced his way into a Florida Walmart after he was denied entry over his lack of a mask. Both workers and shoppers tried to urge him to wear a mask. The older Caucasian male continued to fight his way through the store before finally agreeing to leave. That's your trending news for today. Please remember that we all should take care of each other during these times to stay healthy and safe. Now, back to you. Um, okay, for that ad break, and yeah, we definitely, um, with this time, um, I know that we're talking about when is it okay to mind your business, 
um, we definitely should be looking to at least keep ourselves um, protected and where we're not spreading germs and and we're just really taking care of ourselves. Um, but now moving on with our line of questions, it looks like we did get a new caller um, with their last four digits of their phone number is 4215. Um, looks like they have a Georgia area code. Are you available to speak, caller? Anyone I'm just listening in. Okay. Hello? No problem. Yes, I'm here. Yeah, I'm just listening. Okay, no problem. Okay, so I'm going to move on, and I'm going to ask you, Um, has there ever been a scenario um, where you wish that you would have spoke up and took action? Well, I wish I would have spoke up and took action. Hmm. I'm pretty sure there is. I'm just trying to think of an actual situation because most of the time I do. Mm. So, yeah, I, I'm pretty sure, but yeah, I can't think of a situation. My mind just kind of went blank. Okay. And is it something you can always, um, you know, chime in? And I'm going to ask you, Kay, was there ever a scenario situation where you wish that you spoke up or took action? Um, let me think. There, it's hard to think of a scenario right now where I wish that, oh, yes, I have one. Okay. Um, a long time ago, uh, when my oldest, uh, she's 14 now, was in strollers, so she must have been about maybe three years old, so that was a long time ago. Maybe two? No, because she still had a diaper bag. So she had to have been between maybe two and three. Anyways, I was uh, in California, and I was going to the Barnes & Noble bookstore. And I went in there, show, uh, stroller and diaper bag and all with my baby in the stroller. And I was, you know, gathering books to, to go and buy at the counter. So I get to the counter and I'm in line, and there's, there are a couple of women in front of me who also have babies and strollers and diaper bags, and they pay for their stuff. And when I get to the register, this woman at the counter, I hand my books over, and she looks at me and she says, are you sure you don't have something in the diaper bag? And I look at her like, like stunned, like absolutely speechless, because I'm like, if I was going to stick something in the diaper bag, why would I have come to the counter? But I didn't say anything. I said, no, I don't have anything in the diaper bag, and I paid for, for my stuff and left. And it wasn't until I walked outside, like maybe half the way to the car, that I started to get angry. Like it, it took a second for it to kick in. Like I, I was so shocked by her asking me that that, it, that I wasn't angry at first. And it, it took for me to get outside for me to get angry. So I came back in the store and I asked to speak to the supervisor because the woman at the counter had disappeared. And I told her that the woman at the counter um, just asked me if I had something hidden in my bag, but there were two other women ahead of me who had diaper bags, and she didn't ask them that. And she, was, she, she just brushed it off. She was like, oh, well, you know, it's this and that, and I'm sorry, you know, blah, 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 whatever. And I had to leave, like, you know, because I couldn't find the woman who had done it to tell her off. And so at the time, I really wished that when she had said that to me, I had had something smart to say. 
<laughs> but I was so shocked and hurt and sort of appalled by her asking me this when I'm trying to actually pay for the items that I didn't have anything to say. So that is that was a time when I wished I had said something. Yes. Okay. So do you think that um, if you would have said something that it would have, like how do you think that things would have changed if you would have said something? I would have felt better. <laughs> I would have felt a lot better. <laughs> okay, so you don't think it would have changed anything with the turn of events? You just personally would have felt better? Well, I mean, I think maybe I would have made her think twice about her asking people that for no reason, you know, in the future, because clearly it was prejudicial. She didn't ask the two women who were in front of me. One of them was um, a Caucasian woman and the other one was Asian, but she only asked me and I was the only black woman there. So there was a reason why she asked me that. Right. So I, if I had said something, maybe she would have thought twice about doing that in the future. The good thing about that experience was that any time in the future or after that, that something similar happened to me, I always thought back to that incident and I made sure to address it right away. Like that, that experience taught me that I never want to let a moment like that pass. Okay. And I can see that we all have a moment where we wish we could go back and say something to someone and tell them how we really felt. So I can understand that. And let me ask you another same question. Has there ever been a scenario where you wish that you would have said something and took action? Chanel, are you still there? Hello? Sorry, I couldn't make out what you said. Say it one more time. Oh, no problem. So has there ever been a situation or a scenario where you wish you spoke up and took action? Um, I think so. Um. So I had a I had a coworker and best friend many, many years ago in my twenties, um, that um was a little adventurous but now and even then I'm just not a I'm not the most inquisitive person. So she would at times after work, um Tell me, if Tran or if Tony asks you where I am, tell them I was with you. Um, and then sometimes in, at night, she might give me a ring at my house and say, you know, 9, 10 o'clock, if Tony asks, I was with you tonight. I just say, okay. I never, ever asked her where she was or what she was doing. Um, and I am kind of that person. Um, if you don't tell me, then I assume you don't want to tell me, so I don't ask. So, come to find out, maybe the following year, come to find out she had been having an affair with a guy, another guy at our job. That oh, wow. Part, but Tony knew. We all knew. We'd been out to dinner with him. We'd been at his parents' home for the holidays. And um, the front was that, she was trying to connect the guy with me, but I wasn't interested. So I never really knew that there was anything happening between the two of them. I knew that she was flirty, but she's flirty with everybody. So um, I get a call um, maybe, I mean, several months after 
from another coworker before I could get out of bed, and he says, are you sitting down? I said, I'm laying down. So Saturday morning, and he said, Maria's been murdered. Her husband killed her and killed himself. And that was like one of the hardest things that I could ever process. It's still almost like a dream now. Like, what difference would it have made have I had asked her, what are you doing? Had I known what she was doing, I would have stopped her. Um, it was just literally like watching a television show. Um, if I could do that all over again, I would ask all the questions and hold her accountable. Because she had a really, really good husband. Very, very soft-spoken, very tender, um, quiet man. Um, very, very good to her. But never, ever in a million years would think that he would do that. Okay. And, and, and yeah, I can imagine that most of us in that scenario wouldn't imagine that being the end result. And I apologize that you had to, to go through that. Yeah, that was tough. And I'm going to um, ask Kay the, I'm sorry, I'm going to ask Kat the same question. Um, has there ever been a scenario where you wish that you spoke up and took action? Oh, my gosh. I think there have been a few, but, um, I, like, there was a time when, um, like, I, like I said, with, with my circle of friends before, I used to give my two cents all the time, but, like, after all, like, I've gone through betrayals, um, I kind of, I, I stopped doing that. So, there was a time when I would just hear my girlfriends, like, talk about, um, like, one of our friends, and, um, she would do, like, she would do, like, small things that, like, that she didn't think was wrong, but, like, for the girls, like, you know how girls have the tendency of gossiping and saying things behind their backs, and the thing Mm -hmm. was is, like, they just kept constantly, like, talking about her. Every single thing, like, once one, like, one girl, it started from one girl, one girl gets annoyed of, like, my friend, and, um, and the reason why I say one girl is because, like, these girls aren't even my friends anymore, and so they would say one thing, and then all of a sudden, you know, like how it can be, it turns out being a chain reaction where all the girls don't like that same, that same girl. And so um, the thing was, is like, I just wish I could have said something to her, like just in front of the girls and just like, try, like, even though, yeah, I put my two cents in, but I wish I would have said something because they all, they all turned on to like this innocent girl who just didn't know better. And they made her look like a horrible person. And then she actually, like, because, like, friendship was, was important for her, she went through depression. She had to go through therapy. And she was literally being bullied by these girls. And so I wish I would have, like, said something. And for because of that, like, I didn't want to even be friends with them because they were they were bitter and they were really bad. And so um, once somebody gets, um, like, hurt emotionally, um, like, that's being bullied. And I don't, I don't tolerate that. <laughs> And, and I can completely understand that because um, bullying mm-hmm. is a, a big problem, and I'm sure there's been um, people that's been in the same shoes as you um, that wish that they would have said something to try to prevent um, yeah. that person from being bullied. Now, do you think yeah, that you would have been prepared to take on, like, anything that would have um, negative that would have been directed towards you if you would have stood up? 
Yeah, I I would, yeah, I would, because, like, one, I wasn't saying, I wasn't, like, saying, like, bad, like, for example, like, me and this girl, we're still friends, and, like, I will give her direct criticism and all that stuff, it's because I care, it's not because, like, I'm trying to make her seem like she's a a crabby person, because she'll have her moments where you're, like, what the heck, girl, and so I would just be honest with her, like, hey, like, I think you need to calm down on this, but instead, these girls were just, like, talking crap to her and so when I decided I couldn't be friends with them I literally I I just told them I didn't even tell them why I was like you girls are like very you girls are like salty and we're adult we're we're about to be 30 and all that and we shouldn't be having high school drama and so um either way like it would have ended it would have still ended horrible because those girls were immature okay And, and I understand that um but hopefully, I'm hopeful that um, that individuals that you're speaking of that got bullied, that they, you know, were able to, you know, move past that, and the people that were bullying oh, um, yeah. her or maybe changed their life and became nicer people. Yeah, definitely. And because I, what I noticed um, is like when girls are like so nice and they just don't know why girls are being bullied onto them, like they just don't know any better, then they start blaming themselves. But yeah, sorry. No, no problem. And I appreciate you sharing that story. And um and I appreciate you calling in as well as Kay for calling in, Tawanda, Chanel, and I thank everyone for listening in as well as everyone for sharing their stories tonight. Now we're gonna um thank wrap you. the show up. You're welcome. We're um close to the mm-hmm. end. Um, so I just want to, again, thank everyone for listening, um, everyone that was able to dial in. Um, I definitely appreciate um, everyone that follows us on our social media platforms. Um, so please make sure to share this podcast with all the women you know. Uh, make sure to follow us on Real Girlfriends 7 on Instagram. And make sure to visit our website at realgirlfriends.org. Um, and tomorrow we will be back with another episode. Um, and tomorrow, um, when we return, um, we will be having another great turning story. Um, so, again, thank you for listening, and we appreciate you calling in. Okay, bye. Thank you. Bye, everyone. Bye-bye. <laughs>